Can we're, we're, we're late. We're late. We've had people chasing us, Stephen. Oh no, that's terrible, isn't it? Well, just imagine if that was a market if that was a market appraisal and we turned up late, would we win the business, as you would say? Oh, don't start. <laughs> that, that's that's got me in trouble this week it will it will yeah, yeah having having conversations like that and giving and having some tough love so to answer your question no it wouldn't and no. um we're both very grateful and andy um we're yeah. all very grateful um for you sending us messages this morning to tell us come on get out of bed and start um, recording live. So it's quite humbling to receive these messages. So thank you. Good morning, Tim. Thanks very much for joining us. So welcome everybody to the latest episode of the Estate Agent Podcast. It's Sunday the 8th of November, if you were listening to it in um, 2021. Um, so to make sure it's all relevant. Um, apologies for being late. Morning, Mr. Mintz. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Good morning to you. How is Manchester today? Rainy or sunny? Um, morning, Tim. How's Sussex? Hope you're well. So, a um, few things we wanted to discuss this morning. First of all is to say, um, well done to Andy Overman. Um, he's not here this morning because uh, by the sounds of things, he has had a crazy, crazy, crazy first week, uh, first proper week and he's agreed his first sale. So let's give Andy some love um, and say well done to him. Um, I'm sure it's going to be first of many. Um, I know he managed to get a 2% instruction as well, which is absolutely yeah. fantastic, demonstrating that it is possible to be a new agent and to get there. Um, maybe well done to Joe Biden and well done to Joe Biden yeah. if Donald Trump um, the question is, I want to know what is the eviction process in America? Have they suspended evictions and will he be taken out of the White House? What do we think? Have you, um, have you seen that one going around on Facebook about uh, the guys from Can't Pay, Let's Take It Away? And there's a picture <laughs> of them below the White House saying we've got a, we've got a big job on next. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Morning, Glenn. Thanks very much for joining us. I can't believe it's a year ago. Um, we were in America, weren't we? We were. We, we, we'd done, we'd done uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. We'd done that uh, that windy day on the top of the bus. Um, I and, mean, uh, we, we were so cold. <laughs> I, remember, I remember the lady, the, uh, the bus driver, saying to us, this is the last stop um, before we go across the um, Golden Gate Bridge. Um, it does get a little bit cold. And um, if you want to come and sit down, please do. And we were frozen. <laughs> we yeah. were so cold. And you're right, um, Abigail, our apologies and congratulations to Cam Camilla Harris. That's amazing as well um, to see. So um, great news. Great news. Morning, Nelly. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, yeah, good evening. what's just come up on my time hop, Stephen? Go on. A picture of Rade in those running shorts <laughs> that, yeah. that he wore, that he wore when he was eleven, <laughs> and he's still and he's still got them. So that's that's not an awesome uh, awesome sight at all. So, morning, Katie. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, so, where should we start this morning? So, I'm going to start. I'm going to give myself um, zero out of ten something that happened so i've had some tough love one given to me by luke and one actually by another client um about three weeks ago morning anton how's the garden this morning um and it was to do with my website um being very out of date and the last blog i did on there was 2017. Well, and, um, yeah it, it's still relevant today <laughs> Just I need to. I just need to change the dates. Um, but there were two things that were interesting. One, obviously, it was out of date. Um, and the second thing is, I've become. I don't know if you've seen everybody a lot more digital. Um, so somebody said to me, um, "But your blogs are out of date." And I said, "Yeah, you're hundred percent. But the content and the video content that I'm doing is considerably more." And then actually thought about it. I don't have my video content on the website. So um, again, so that's now something that I'm looking to change. 
So my question to you, and then the second thing, and this is working with a client this week, um, I went through their Akaboom presentation and a lot of the slides were really out of date. So your website, I suppose it's anywhere. Yeah. LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. How frequently are you checking it? What messages are you sending? Because hands up, um, I'm sending the wrong message out because it looks like I don't do anything, um, which most of you think will be the case, but that's by the by. Um, but again, put in the notes, put in the comments, when was the last time you actually checked your website, checked the content, checked all your stuff to make sure it's in date? But also, also I think it's quite important because uh, you – uh, equally gave some tough love back and that's how many times have you actually had someone proofread your uh, website um, how many times have you actually had someone proofread a, something that go that goes out so for not a lot of money you can probably pay someone that's external to the business that isn't in it all the time that fresh pair of eyes to actually proofread it or maybe even just link up with um with another agent and say, well, if I proofread yours, will you proofread mine? Um, and and you could even turn it into a bit of a game, couldn't you? Try and see, score points, patch each other out. But um, it is it is so important when you consider because I, I was looking at it the other day. So what did, what did we have? So we had twenty two thousand three hundred ninety nine unique visitors to our website in October. If there's a massive glaring error, which there probably is now that uh, I've come to think of it. They're all going to see that, and what what image does that put on on your company from people looking to engage with you? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Thanks, Katie. Good point. It never stops. Um, it doesn't. But again, if you're, I suppose, put yourself in the shoes of a vendor or a purchaser or a buyer and or a tenant, and you're looking at this stuff, and some of it is out of date. Um, you know, some of the stuff we were looking at um, was talking about stats going back to 2019. And yet we're in, you know, 2020 now. So, again, it's just small things. Um, and people will say, well, actually, how's that relevant? That's a year ago. Yeah. So it's a bit like, um, can you remember last year at San Fran where people put their picture up on the screen and what's actually standing in front of you is nothing like their profile picture? Um and and I know we we all want to look better than perhaps we do, or some of us are already graced with with better looks anyway. But does Thank that you. picture is that ten years old? And perhaps is it time to to freshen it freshen it up a little bit? And also that meet the team part. Quite often we've just gone through this exercise where everyone's writing their bio, but they're going to be out of date in a year's time because it will say I joined the company in. 2016 i've been here for four years blah 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 etc 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 but freshen but again have you got a diary note to freshen it up in in a year's time same same with those academic presentations how many if you're doing prospecting as you should be if that vendor's getting the same academic presentation every year what does that kind of say it shows that you're not really innovating and yet i bet you one of the things that you claim to fame about is you're constantly evolving and you're trying to do new things well if your presentation's not demonstrating that then how can the vendor believe you 100 percent. morning tom thanks for joining us morning jeremy thanks very much for joining us uh, very grateful this morning so lockdown lockdown two what are agents doing so again please put in the comments what are you doing now to help and support your local business maybe it hasn't changed maybe you carried on since um, when we came out of the first lockdown um you know again for me i think it's really important to be demonstrating your support to your local community um supporting that you you know the local cafes the local restaurants maybe the local pubs if they're doing these takeaway pints now whatever it is and getting those messages out there the food banks again as well um what are you doing to do that and secondly um abigail gray um i don't know if anybody saw abigail gray's video that got posted last night um very very different market wrap exceptional mm. really enjoyed it because it was different and it did stand out and um abigail maybe if you're not shy if you could post the link on here 
um, in the comment section. Um, that'd be fantastic. I know you're watching with your croissant and your cafe coffee this morning because uh, you were you were one of the nice people to say where the hell are you this morning? Get out of bed, lazy <laughs> sods. And I did have I had nine hours sleep last night. Yeah, I must have been yeah. tired. Accountability, accountability yeah. battles. <laughs> so, but no, it was a very, very, very good video. Um, I think this is the second one she's done in this format, isn't it? Um, I, I don't think I've seen more than two, but again, consistency, getting it out there. Um, and I suppose it's a bit like um, what Seth Godin talks about, being the purple cow, so standing out, not do, not conforming and doing what most people are doing with their market wraps. Again, when you talk about consistency, though, I don't think anyone can beat Ryan Wolfenden in how regular and consistent he does his market wraps. Yeah. Weekly. You week. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's not, but again, it goes to show if, if you haven't got the technique or you haven't got the patience to do the fancy graphics on the screen, um, Ryan's kind of done old school. So sometimes I think I've even seen him do it on like an old school blackboard. Yeah. Um, whiteboards. Um, uh he's done it whilst he's still been on holiday um in it just in his flip-flops um so it, but again he's doing it week in week out and i'm sure that the vendors and buyers around that area will want will come to expect to see that every week and um, morning kevin don't you think now actually that's really important whilst people going into lockdown they want to know what's going on in their local market you know, I suppose we're all reading, or I try not to, all the national um, the national media. Morning, Michael. Thanks for putting it up there, um, Abigail, as well. But we're all reading the media, and that's nationwide. And locally, it's very, very different. So, yeah. again, you know, please, it'd be interesting to share, because we've got um, loads of you from all different parts of the um, UK watching this. Just give us a flavour as actually what is happening in your local market. Um, yeah. that'd be amazing you know yeah. um, but again I'll be getting these videos out there and actually I would go weekly now rather than um, monthly personally what do you think would you do it absolutely and we should be doing it and we don't um, and, we, and we should be doing it because as, as we know with uh, the kind of lockdown things are changing sometimes daily um, and uh, I think if to give an update on what's happening on a weekly basis. Again, there's something that Josh Vegan said about, um, and he got and he got a lesson um, from uh, a lady that he goes to every year. And he said, "I'm not sure if I should send out an, an update twice, uh, twelve times a year, or an update once a week." He said, "Well, look at it this way: you've got if you do it once a year, you've got twelve opportunities for someone to ask for help. But if you do it every week, you got fifty-two opportunities for someone to ask for help." um for it and and that and that kind of made made his, made his mind up um and i know we had an excellent webinar this week with josh vegan with kevin and the land of new homes um guys and girls and it was absolutely absolutely exceptional um and I, I, he doesn't he doesn't break a sweat um it it just just seems to absolutely come out of his mouth so naturally and we've talked about things like doing a market pulse so Matt Hayson, so he runs his as his um, market update is market pulse. So again, are you letting your vendors know what, what? Again, Josh talks about significant sales listings in the area and what's happening with those, and what tools you can be doing with it, and whether or not that's automated or a little bit of automation and manual intervention in in order to do that. I think there's massive, massive uh, opportunities there for for vendors wanting to keep an update, but equally. What about someone that completes today? Do not do they not want to keep a track of um, what's going on with with property prices on the probably the biggest asset that they just brought? Hundred hundred percent. So few things here. So firstly, um, shout out to Neil Martin for the idea and graphics from Abigail. Um, Tom, it's great because it shows Abigail's personality. So it's helping people decide she's the right agent for her in advance. Some of the others are really boring. Uh, Kevin Ellis, again, you know what you were saying. Myself and Luke discovered this with Josh Vegan on Monday about Market Pulse. Um, morning, Jim. Thanks very much for joining us. How's the knee today? Hopefully good. Um, I've got Andrew Monlake um, 
and a guest on half past seven on Tuesday morning um, talking about the mortgage market and yep. what's happening because um, I think that's very relevant at the moment. Um, so I want to get that message out there on Tuesday morning. What's happening um, with loan to values? What's happening for mortgages for first time buyers? So just at half past seven on Tuesday, we're going to have a short session again just to help from my point of view to help all the agents out there and you can use the video and share that and do whatever you want with it the content to help what's going on so people have a better understanding because maybe vendors buyers concerns are even buy to let investors well we can't get a mortgage at the moment so yeah. i'm going to ask a question so if you've got any questions that you want me to ask andrew on um tuesday morning um he does a lot of uh was a spokesman for I think Corco uh, mortgage brokers um, and you see him everywhere he's just won a, a major award so I'm looking forward to him having having him on Tuesday but any questions please let me know well again you've got you've got um, furloughs a great thing but with it being extended what are going to be the implications on that with, with people wanting to get mortgages we know that there already are implications and a lot of the lenders if people have returned from furlough they want confirmation that they've come back on 100 percent and they're not on flexi furlough and and they kind of want more assurances that they've kind of got a job and they're not just going to come back to be made with and that kind of thing so as much as furlough is a good thing is it also a bit of a a bit of a achilles heel for us because it could affect people being able to get that finance in the future so um to answer your question neil martin yes we thought the video was absolutely fantastic as um luke just called it the purple cow of estate agency videos so um exceptional yeah. um, and abigail's posted it on here um so neil you know maybe you wouldn't have just put in the notes about consistency about doing these videos um and if people can get in contact with you to help know so you seem to have helped abigail how do they get a hold of you um let us know as well asking what happened last time you shared a hotel room with david mintz in amsterdam who's that who are we asking i don't know i don't, I don't think it's neil martin sharing a neil and david mintz is there something you want to tell us <laughs> or do we have to go through everybody that's commented david mintz to find out who it was got no idea <laughs> Right, I don't think we even want to go there, do we? No, no. <laughs> it could could end up X-rated very quickly. Okay, so you had an interesting conversation with your right move rep this week, I believe. Yeah, so we had our normal quarterly catch-up. I think it's quarterly catch-up. And whether or not you, you like them, you hate them, or you haven't got a, a view on them, they are there to... Um, to get information out of that can help you in that can help you in your business so you're paying them a subscription so you may as well take advantage of that i think for us it was about now uh, 30 minutes 40 minutes kind of call so oh we got we have got mr martin how you doing hey. how you doing twice in a week my word what a I, know, I, I know i know I, I'm, I'm gonna make a confession and say i haven't actually been awake very long so <laughs> when, I, when I got the message from Luke that said, do you want to jump on and join? I was like, am I, am I awake enough for that? <laughs> but yeah, what the hell? What the hell? How are you guys doing? You good? Yeah, yeah really well. Good. Thank you. Really yeah, well. Yeah, very good. So so what, just Neil, just for everyone kind of watching today, what, what was the kind of the, the idea behind Abigail's kind of different twist on that market rap market update video that, that you've been working with her on? So, I mean, I think the first thing I would say is this, right? I, I see so many agents' videos that no no disrespect to the agents that make them because if you're making video, you're doing better than everybody that isn't, right? So let me make that bit first of all. You know, the people that are jumping on video and doing something, that still beats what most people are doing. Um, but I see so many agents' videos that are basically them sat at their desk. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a talking head and yeah. they all look the same. You know, Thank and you. it's... If, if you think about social media, what grabs your attention when you're scrolling through social media? You know, is it somebody's talking head sat at a desk that looks the same as every other video that same that, that actual person made even? You know, we go, maybe I've seen this one before, maybe I haven't. Or is it something that stands out? 
I think, you know, any social media video, you've got probably three seconds ish to grab somebody's attention. And if you fail to get their attention in those first few seconds, you are wasting your time because they're probably not going to watch anything of what you're saying, regardless of how much value is in it. So it's like, how do you grab the attention in the beginning? And also, um, the other thing I would say is how do you build some curiosity within, say, the first minute of your video that makes people want to watch more of it? So not how do you ask a question, then immediately answer it. But how do you ask a question and then go, well, I'll come back to that later. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you, you know, in this video, a couple of things I'm going to cover are this, this, this. And you make one of those so compelling that people go, I need to know the answer to it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. when numbers and lists work well, you know. Hey, you know, in, in this video, I'm going to be sharing with you four things that, you know, you really need to know if you're a landlord in 2020. Now, even if I think I know what you're going to tell me, you just tell me there are four things. And I want to see if I've got the, the, the list right. Yeah. Yeah. So it just builds enough curiosity to hook me in and actually make me go, I want to watch more of this video. Now, you don't want to make the video too long because um, that's that's a challenge, too. You know, it's finding the it's finding the right length. Um, and some of that is, is variable depending on the platform you're putting it on. You know, if you're talking Facebook, I would say probably a, a minimum of about three and a half minutes to make a video work well on Facebook, probably a maximum, unless you're doing a live like we are right now, you're probably a maximum of about seven or eight minutes that you're going to get engagement on. If you're doing YouTube, 10 minutes plus actually is working better right now. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, so it's, so it's thinking about what's the platform I'm making this video for, you yeah. know, what's the best way I can put this video together, but it's, it's also how do I make this video visually engaging how do i make this video visually interesting you know yeah. do i need to go and film this in four or five different locations do i need to i mean the, the thing i've been doing myself but also with a lot of clients over the last what you know nine months or whatever um is making much more use of green screen and yeah. one of the really cool things with green screen as well is you can film areas um where it's too loud to film in the flesh but then put yourself in them yeah yeah so for example you want to go and film outside a busy tube station or something in central london go film you know five minutes of that busy tube station in central london thinking about where you'd be stood in the shot and then film yourself on a green screen where there's no background noise and put the two things together yeah, yeah. you know and, and it's that kind of thing but i you know i if you look at the, the videos that do well on social media, they're getting more and more kind of filmic. <clears throat> yeah, they're more cinematic. They're more visually striking. And that doesn't mean you never get someone doing a talking head on their mobile phone that does well. You do. But the things that actually really jump and really pop and really grab people's attention right now um, tends to be stuff that's visually striking. You know, so... For me, the, the 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 particular video you're talking about with Abigail, you know, we we shot some background footage of our local area. We used some stock footage in the background. We used some graphics and some you know some visuals. Um, some of those background graphics, incidentally, are PowerPoint slides. So you know, anyone that's going, there's nowhere I could create some of that. Some of it is literally PowerPoint slides that have just been dropped in behind behind Abigail. Um, and I've done a few things like that, even doing that live. So effectively right. bringing in a camera source that is a power. So I think almost like a weather girl standing in front of a, you know, <laughs> or, or weather forecaster, you know, weatherman, whatever, standing in front of a green screen. There's nothing to stop you doing the same thing. Now, yeah. I'm not expecting most agents could just go do this for themselves. Yeah. There are some that have the technical capability or people in their team that they could definitely do this for themselves. But I don't think it's the thing that the majority of agents are going to go, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to go learn how to do all this stuff. I'm going to figure all of this stuff out. I, I'm not suggesting that's what most people would do. But, you know, a, a day of filming with a bit of pre-planning, you, you're probably looking at somewhere in the region of seven to 12 videos coming out of a day. <clears throat> when I've done some for myself in the past, I've actually shot like a 30-day video campaign within one day. But, you know, if you're slightly less confident on camera, you're you're you know, you're newer to doing this kind of stuff. It'll probably take you a little bit longer. Um, 
but you know seven to ten videos coming out of a day's filming is is fairly normal um obviously there's a bunch of editing work that goes on in the background behind that and actually that's the bit that takes the real time so you know from kind of like a cost perspective of doing something like this regardless of who you're working with you know if there's anyone that wants to work with me i'm happy to have a chat with them um but regardless of who you're working with on stuff like this, be mindful that there's a lot of work in the edit. So, you know, if someone says to you, hey, we're going to make this three minute video, I'm going to drive to you and film, you know, this seven minute video. I'm going to drive to you and film this seven minute video. Oh, but by the way, the cost is X. You might go, hang on a minute. How much for a seven minute video? But for that seven minute video, there's probably a couple of hours gone into editing it. Yeah. Plus the filming time, plus the travel time, plus, plus, plus. It's not so straightforward. And that's, that is where I would say, think about if you're going to do something like that, think about how do you get, you know, 10 videos out of a day, for example, so that you've actually got something more substantial from it that you can use as a bit of a campaign. Um, or you can use, you know, on your website to introduce your team or whatever it is you want to do, but you can do some stuff that makes it a greater impact. I mean, there's, there's one agent I've been working with for uh, over a year now, actually. We just did something with them and um, I won't give you all the details because it's not quite finished yet, but we've revamped one of their brochures where their brochure is made, has been made shorter but there is a video that supplements the, the, the brochure. There's a QR code on the brochure that will take you to the video that effectively explains things in more detail. And it's about, it's going to end up being somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes long, that video. But it's for people who are already qualified because they've already read the brochure about becoming yeah. a landlord through that agent. Yeah. You know, and so if you're that bought in already, will you sit and watch 20 minutes? Yes. Is that saving you 20 minutes off of the appointment when they come into your office? Probably. You know, so yeah. it's it's a way of getting a much better quality lead. Um, and again, same thing. We've shot that on a green screen so that we can get very creative in the edit and actually make it visually engaging, given that you've got to sit and watch it for 15 to 20 minutes. Definitely. Definitely. And it's like anything. It's like a film. If a film was just that people there talking without any special effects, you'd, exactly. switch, off, you'd switch off very, 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 very quickly, wouldn't you? So, yeah, exactly. Um, no, hundred percent. And one of the questions, and I think you've kind of answered it, but from from Anton is, um, what are people editing videos in, and do they outsource it? Um, and I think you kind of answered the bit about maybe the outsourcing part because you can spend the day filming, but if you've got a whole day filming, you probably got an equivalent of a day's editing if you're trying to do seven or eight videos, possibly. Yeah, but po possibly even more. You know, I, as crazy as crazy as it sounds, the edit can take longer. The, the you know, the edit of a video can take a lot longer than the video itself is. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not unreasonable to spend a couple of hours editing a video that's going to be seven to ten minutes long. Absolutely. And what what yeah. are the what are the kind of if, if someone was looking at maybe just trying dipping their toes to see what they could edit it themselves with, what what would you recommend as a as software or services if there's online versions of it? To, yeah, sure. I mean, so, I mean, me personally, I use Final Cut Pro on a Mac, but that's like film grade video editing software. That's not something. I mean, it's not it's not crazy expensive. So if you're on a Mac, it's worth looking at. But it's probably more complicated and more sophisticated than most people need. Um, but if you're on any kind of Apple product, then start with iMovie. Yeah, you know it's it's free. It's included with with a Mac. It's included with an iPad. Whatever, I, I would start with that. Um, your your main alternative, really, to Final Cut, um, that certainly in the mainstream would be Adobe Premiere. Now, okay. Adobe Premiere, there is a there's like a cut down version of that. I can't remember exactly what they call it now, but there's like a there's like a light version. I think um, it's Elements. That's it. Yeah, elements. that's it. That's yeah. it. So, you know, that, again, isn't a bad place to start. Premiere itself is on a monthly subscription. So even if you went for the full-blown version, you haven't got to buy the software because it's it's done as like a rental thing anyway. Yeah. You could rent it for, you know, I think, I think they might even do like a 14-day trial or a one-month trial. So you yeah. get the trial version, play with it. If it's good for you, then, you know, you're paying monthly to use the software. There is the thing with video editing software. There are so many tools out there. You know, there are there are some that I use on my phone, for example, um, but I use them for very specific purposes. Yeah. You know, so it, it's almost like what's the thing you're trying to create? What's the best tool that ticks that box? I think the other thing I would say in terms of the way that I, um, you know, the way that I, I tend to work with people when I'm doing video 
is it's not just about, hey, I'm going to come and film you. It's I'm going to work with you and coach you on what you're actually saying. So, you know, for example, with like Abigail's video, it was like, OK, what can we what can we come up with here that creates a bit of a hook in the beginning that makes people actually want to watch? Because so many of these videos are like, hey, we're going to start with this month's property news update for the XYZ area. And then it goes straight into facts and stats. And there's nothing, not saying there's anything wrong with that. But there's nothing engaging in it either. So yeah. for me, it's very much a, okay, well, how do we language this in such a way that builds in some intrigue, some curiosity that makes people want to pay attention? How do we language this in such a way we can build in some stories and things that can actually get people more emotionally involved in the video rather than just, you know, and here's another statistic and here's another statistic. Um, so I think, you know, my approach to, to doing video creation is very different to, to most people's because most people that will, will come and film you will film you. They'll film you and they'll, they'll edit you and that's about it. What I do is I actually get involved with, okay, well, how do we, how do we shift the script on this a little bit? How do we, you know, how do we, what's another way we might phrase something, for example, and the less experienced someone is as a public speaker, the more that really kicks in actually. Yeah. You know, um, again, I, I shot some video with um, one agent earlier this year that's got five branches and I'm shooting all the branch managers and the area manager. And in the process of doing that, there were a few things that some of the team were saying where I was like, okay, you've got to understand this video might be seen by tenants as well as landlords. If I was a tenant hearing what you've just said, I would not deal with your business. <laughs> yeah, so, what, and so, and so what you've said is bang on for a landlord, yeah. but it's not only going to be landlords that watch this video. So how can we change the language in that just subtly? Yeah. It means the same thing to the landlord, but it's not offensive to anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Because once once it's out there, it's out there, and and local, and local media and everything else, right? So it's yeah. you know, again. So I think one of the big things to be aware of is, I suppose, for want of a better description, what I would say is when I get involved with video creation or content creation of any description with any of my clients, whether they're you know estate agent, letting agent, or you know I've got a company I'm doing work with at the moment that does um chemical decontamination and recycling so you know it doesn't really matter what industry you're in the principle is the same and it's not really about content it's not really about content creation that's the vehicle of delivery what it's really about is human psychology and yeah. what i've spent many many years studying personally to develop my own skills as a speaker and content creator and anything else is human psychology yeah, how you connect with human beings and build relationships with human beings and build rapport with human beings and make people actually want to sit up and listen to you and pay attention. Um, and for me, that's that's the biggie. And so that's where my focus always is. Now, that doesn't mean I've never done sort of more straightforward, typical videos with people. I have, if that's what they've asked for. Yeah. But my focus is always more, how do we make this thing more interesting, more engaging, and really speak the language of the customer? You know, at the end of the day, people don't buy from you because you tell them how wonderful you are. They buy from you because they feel like you understand them. Absolutely. 100%. That's, that's it. Some, some great, some great advice. Thank you for, for well, sorry for disturbing. Yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. It's not a problem. And, um, thank you yeah, very I, much. I, 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 was, I was up. I'm just not very, you know, I'm just not very awake. I haven't had my first cup of coffee yet, put it that way. So, we'll, yeah. let, we'll let you go and grab your first cup of coffee and enjoy your that's Sunday. Cool. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys. Right. And I'll catch you soon. Yeah, no, You're pleasure. Just quickly, if anyone does want to get hold of me, you mentioned that bit. Um, just just message me here through Facebook's probably the easiest thing. Yeah, um, you know, cool. uh, it, it, Facebook Messenger is one of the things I pay attention to. I'd give you my email address, but most of the messages that get sent to me never get opened, so <laughs> it's probably not the best idea. But cool, awesome. Enjoy your Sunday, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. 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 Brilliant. Yeah, well, some added some added value on video content creation, but no, we we're at the right move um, part, weren't we? So. Um, so we had our right move rep in and he talked about, uh, so it was virtually, so he talked about for the first time ever, there's been more properties under offer and sold than there are for sale. Um, and at, at the minute, it's the lowest time ever in order to get a sale agreed. So they're, they're saying the average time to get a sale agreed is 50 days now. It's never been as low as that um, in, in, their, in their history. Um, 
and I think they were saying something like one in seven properties are selling within one week of coming to the market at the minute. Um, but obviously there's six in seven that aren't and and it's then what agents are doing um, in order to to maybe get those get those properties but also service their existing properties where the vendors are possibly being told yeah properties are selling really really quickly they're probably hanging on the fact it only takes a week to sell um what what they're doing to manage those vendors expectations as part of their pre pre-listing kits their market appraisal kits whether or not that's proposal point akaboom or paper or just physical conversations but again i think specter released a statistic something in the region of early 50 percent of properties are still actually um selling with the second agent and not the first agent of choice so it's again how can you increase your chances of making sure you your properties aren't being passed to that second agent well, I think there was a really interesting article this week in um, the Four Eyes um, Property Academy magazine, where it's about life's a pitch, um, and consciously or otherwise, we pitch every day, frequently, many times. And one of the things in there, which was a really interesting statement, which highlighted there are um, about the winners and losers, was that there are over one million properties available on any one day on Right Move. And yet, just one million a year will actually sell. Yeah, I mean, that's, very good. <laughs> that's fascinating. You know, uh, so again, it's, it's getting yeah. that message out there um, and telling them. Yeah, and uh, absolutely. So, uh, so I suppose it's uh, what is the nurturing or education process that agents have got with their current properties that are on the market and keeping those vendors up to date. And also, what are they doing in the in the market appraisal to to manage people's expectations um, in terms of that? What what do they think? And again, are they actually asking clients what do they think is going on in the market at the minute? Because they're probably reading different sources: the Daily Mail, Sky News. Uh, they've probably read somewhere that now now the president's changed that the the dollar's going to go up, so it means house prices are going to surge and. All of these things, because it create again, that, it come, that main comes back to what Neil's just said. It's It makes it interesting for someone to pick up that article or to read that video. Um, so, again, perhaps it is a video now that we've got a new president. How's that going to impact upon house prices in the UK? Because there's some people that will find that relevant. Well, that's why I think it's so important to, to do its stuff to your locality. So, uh, yeah. I've got a couple of questions for Tuesday that I'm going to now ask about furlough and mortgages and about <laughs> what's, going to happen, what's going to happen with house prices and see what they say. You make an interesting point about right move, and I don't know how many people that are watching this are on right move or not. But, you know, there's a lot of people that talk, I never hear from my right move rep. But actually, you've just said, shared some really interesting stats there, which you can do a video on, or it's really helpful to educate your market. So, you know, a lot of people are blaming right move, but actually, what's the things that we can control? Are we yep. picking up a phone to right move? Because again, one of the things that I say to people is, you know, Property Academy and right move have done this mystery shop on you over the last two, five, six years. How many of you have actually asked your right move rep to see what questions they actually ask when they mystery shop you? Because that's going to make a massive, massive difference to help you now that's yeah. something you can control but and asking the question and that's going to make a huge impact on your business you know to be exceptional in the five percent and it doesn't matter you know whether you want to be in this awards and whatever you think about the awards but the thing is you want to be exceptional to all the customers in your area um, and it, this if this can help you just a few tips that can you know make that little one percent make you a little bit better pick up a phone to your right move rep have a conversation with them get this mystery shop get all this info that um luke's shared today because it's going to help you yeah it's going to give you a competitive edge as well yeah um, and make a difference. well just, just get that value you're paying the money so you may as well sit through a half hour call and it wasn't a sales call it wasn't to say, well, we want to put you on the Optimizer Plus premium package or, or whatever it is that they've got now. We're not on any of those um, 
uh, fancy packages that Rightmove always try to upsell you to. Um, we do have a couple of extras, but it was about getting the information out. But again, it's then relaying that it's relaying that to your team to say, look, this this is what's going on. And also they'll look at and they'll give you the analysis about how you've done year on year in your patches according to your drawn area that you have on uh, on Rightmove. And you can either bury your head in the sand and then become the same as everyone else or just take the snippets of information. And one of the things that I always see um, come up on these questions is where do I get the content from in order to make these videos? It's there kind of in front of you. Just just go out and get it. Or where do I get the content to put it, to use it, to give it to my valuers or to put it into a blog post? It's, it's there. Just, again, email your right move representative today. Suggest you want the Microsoft Teams meeting, which is what they want to use and then um, and then get that pre present presentation from them and go and go for it for half an hour it will be half an hour of your life well spent and can you imagine if tomorrow they all get these um, <laughs> messages they're going to be thinking what what's going on <laughs> be funny right let's uh, let's wrap up well there's a couple of things I just want to talk about so um, Christmas Okay. Yeah. Starting to see a lot more adverts on TV about Christmas now. Um, so for everybody watching here, what are you doing about Christmas with regards to marketing, with regards to competitions, uh, with regards to engagement in your community? Um, I know we're most probably, what, six weeks away, seven weeks away. Um, now, is the, now is the time that you need to be thick thinking about it and start getting those messages out there. So Mr. Sinclair, Mr. Christmas. Yes. Um, what are you doing, Barbara? So, we got Scrooge, we got Scrooge here. Oh no, we've got another Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, Sharon, my son said yesterday, can we put our Christmas tree up today? Uh, so. Yeah. I suppose it gives, gives them something to do, but yeah. But what what are you doing with your clients' marketing campaigns um, to help your community um, okay. make a difference? So, uh, so this year um, we will be doing uh, a virtual Santa's Grotto, um, which we're working alongside Rainbows Children's Hospice um, for children with life limiting illnesses. Um, so that launches on the 16th of November after Diwali. Um, obviously, Diwali is quite an important celebration in Leicester. So we didn't want to kind of dampen that. So that's coming in after Diwali. So by that, we're going to be doing Zoom or pre-recorded and personalised messages for children. So the parents will fill in a website uh, link. Uh, so things like what if they've got a pet, what the, what's the pet's name, if if they keep their room tidy, um, what what's their favourite colour or what do they want for Christmas, um, have they been good, so are they on the good list, the bad list, and we've got things like clipboards with good and bad lists on. Um, so we, we've got a room that we're going to leave as a permanent grotto for the, for the six weeks, um, and in return uh, for that, they give a donation to Rainbows, we'll do a pre-recorded message of a couple of minutes for for I think it's eight pounds for a donation and then 20 pounds for a Zoom call with Santa, which will probably last for about 10 minutes or so. So um, so we're doing it all in our own time. Um, we've already got the decorations because we've not been able to do the grottos that we normally do. Um, but again, Rainbows, unfortunately, like with most charities, their donations are right down. Um, so we're having to try and see what we can do to help. So So we've got that that we're helping them with as well. Good. I still need to give you my donation of what we spoke about. No, that's 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 fine. I haven't forgotten, Mr. Brown. So which is which is which is coming. Yeah. No. So then you've got the colouring competition. So um, again, we've we've just pinched this. There's in Tom Panos's real estate gym. Uh, there's a closed Facebook group. So there's like a picture of Santa, and we're going to send that around for colouring in. Again, just as a as a way. But could you do that for every single one um, that you do a donation to a food bank? So every poster that a child um, colours in, that you'll donate one item to a local food bank. Love that. Um, Absolutely love it. So, that, so, that's, so that's an idea. We've got our Christmas for sale boards. So thank you to Oliver Press 
uh, or Oliver James, depending upon um, who he wants to be known as. But who he, if anyone hasn't seen the boards that he does, he does Easter boards, he does Halloween boards, um, he does Christmas boards. So we kind of borrowed his idea for Christmas boards. So we've got Santa with, with Rudolph on a board. All of our boards will be changed on the 16th of November. And this year we've gone a little bit further where we've actually got sold slips in the form of Santa's hats that go on the top right-hand corner to say, sold or let by um but again that's a big difference um because all of a sudden people are seeing different boards and you get people taking pictures outside the boards and you, you even get saying we want can we can we just have a rudolph board instead of a santa board and, and and all of those kind of things so again it's a little bit of fun again this year i think it'll i think it'll be um better um because i think it's just going to help lift spirits and brighten brighten up uh, people's lives with having that outside and seeing them on the journey in and we even get people saying oh we go around spotting the boards with the children in the car so uh, we used to go around driving looking at all the people that decorate the houses outside and go mad now we look at the the boards outside the houses so again it's a little bit of fun i'll probably get more enjoyment out of that than most of them <laughs> but but so be it I think you could do a Rudolph hunt as well, get people to colour in um, pictures, put them in their window again, do yeah. a hunt, give a prize as well. Um, and again, whilst we're in lockdown, get people out to exercise um, and do those things. Down, download this here, put it in your window, um, let us know, take a picture, um, and then we'll have a prize draw at the end of a month, the end of a year, yeah. whenever it is um so brilliant love it there you go luke yeah. so andrea great idea eddie great idea i agree yeah. but again the point you know of saying this is start thinking about these things now don't wait to you know december the 20th to do it you know we've got people we've got people in lockdown now um you know so now's an opportunity to at least you know for for everybody's mental health to go out walk exercise get some yeah. fresh air see these things as well a um, little bit of fun as well could do a board hunt yeah uh, um you know can you who can you see on the board um and uh, just make it a lot, a lot of fun yes it's, it's great um luke am i allowed to share that um picture with people i'm sure you can i don't think there'll be an issue with that so yeah share that coloring in coloring in picture and just okay. also so again, if you if you would like that just put in the comments yes and i will get that out to you in the next day or two or three or four and just on that christmas theme something that uh, i'll leave this for you right move rep to to explain but they've got some interesting analysis around should you launch boxing boxing day or not um, and I think everyone will be interested to or should be interested to know so that it can best advise their clients. So I would suggest speak to your right move rep to get that insight because they've got some really interesting data over the past two to three years for that as to whether or not Boxing Day is the prime time to get the most interest. Okay, lovely. And the final thing is as we're giving away stuff today um i had a very interesting lunch breakfast learnings actually with james trimble of rain and horn on um friday morning and james was kind enough to share with me um his digi kit pre-listing and market appraisal so if you would like that as well um put yes um and i will email that over to you as well if, if people don't say yes to that they're mad stephen absolutely absolutely mad by by not saying yes to that so um uh, so yeah no it's been a been a good lot fun fun packed morning it has it has so thank you all for watching really grateful luke as always thank you so much for your time um morning, morning ashley yeah. thanks for joining and goodbye nothing <laughs> no, nothing personal <laughs> at all um so katie is that yes to both or yes to one um thanks sharon and thanks abigail i know you were on on um friday very early morning so send that to you james yes again um so i'll get that to you tim yes okay so i will get all of these out there you go it's nice to know we got some people sarah you may want to message me what your email address is please so i can send it to you um and tim James, Jim, Barry. 
I will get it to you. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for thanks very much, much. Really grateful. Have a super Sunday. Please join me at half past seven Tuesday morning um with my chat with andrew montlake about mortgages because i'm sure that's going to be help you if you've got any mortgage questions please let me know on tuesday lunchtime i'm joined by charlie perdias and asad riaz um, and we're going to be talking about collaboration in their new homes and collaborating with agents um, looking forward to that and then i've got a gentleman called jim coulter talking about tiny habits and productivity um so my favorite book of the year so far has been tiny habits by a guy called bj fogg and he's coming to talk about that and yeah. we will be back luke we're going to be back next sunday next sunday. sunday yeah no, ne yeah no next sunday we'll be back we'll be back at the normal time uh, of nine of nine a.m for everyone we'll make sure that we put it in our diary for nine a.m for sure so not for not letting everyone down so and and obviously they can listen to your lunchtime learnings um we can't rename it for you to lunchtime or breakfast learnings don't want two podcasts now, now, now you're providing double the content now breakfast and lunchtime but they can listen to that on all the various podcast platforms itunes google spotify anchor go on to the oh no they can't go to your website to see the podcast can they yeah no, not yet. Thank you. Yet. So now we now we're going full circle. Thanks. Tough love at the end and tough love so at the Mr. Brown. So Mr. Brown, just as a final bit, I'm sure yeah. everyone will chuckle here. When are we gonna have a commitment from you to have your website redone by? Okay, so I am I've spoken to two website designers and I'm speaking to somebody on Monday to talk further about it. So there you go. So okay, but what is what is the date? What is the date, Mr. Brown? A date in time. Twenty twenty. Twenty. <laughs> we 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 need we need a, a proper smart objective. Okay, so it's so when I give a go ahead, it's going to take at least um, a month to six weeks to change. So I'm going to make it more modern, more fresher. And thanks for spending my money on a Sunday. I'm very kind of you. <laughs> Sam, Luke needs sorting out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, right. So we will look forward to that. So can we say that maybe by the end of February 2021, it will be done? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Is that a, is that a fair yeah. object? and the consequence because we talked about consequences yeah would be 500 pounds going to your charity because that would hit yeah. me hard there there we go and glenn's reader says you should be a politician stephen thank by, you by trying to avoid that so we've now pinned you down for accountability by the end of february 2021 to have a new website that will as you've mentioned feature your podcasts and and uh videos and being yeah. more it would, just, it, would just, it would just feature my podcast and youtube and that will be it there won't be anything else there it's just <laughs> going to be a holding, it's just going to be a holding page and nothing else no thanks a lot everybody um thanks for all your comments and i will please bear with me i will get those to you um in the next two three four five six seven eight days but you will get them yeah. okay okay take care Lovely, Luke. thank you thank you, thank you all really grateful